guys welcome back to the building blocks of business a podcast show where we dive in and explore various aspects of the business world this show is brought to you by ecel nitk in association with nitk toastmasters club i am your host sahana praveen bhandari a second year btech student in the electrical and electronics engineering department today you are listening to the third episode of season 2 startup stories a season which introduces you to entrepreneurship and goes through the journey and the various endeavors in the life of an entrepreneur in today's conversation i get to sit with the ceo of inventor robotics having started his career as a developer at microsoft redmond and working for multiple startups in usa he has a masters degree from the University of Maryland and an MBA from the Babson College. Our guest today is Balaji Vishwanathan. Hi, sir. How are you today? I'm doing great. Uh, uh, hi, guys. This is a great time um, for us. It's the end of the year and uh, it, it is uh, lovely to talk to you all. Sir, we've all heard about Inventor Robotics and we would love to hear more about it from you. So do tell us about yourself and your company. Absolutely. Hi, uh, my name is Balaji Vishwanathan. Uh, I run this startup called Inventor Robotics. Um, we are a team of 30 people at this point. And uh, uh, so we are building these uh, robots that help hospitals do a range of automation. And we are exporting these robots to five countries, including US, uh, Singapore, and Australia. My background is I started my career at Microsoft in Redmond as a software developer. I was in the Windows core operating system team. And then um, overall, I spent nearly 10 years in the US uh, working for multiple companies um, in the Bay Area and in Boston. I have a master's in computer science from University of Maryland and I have an MBA from Babson College. Um, so that's a quick intro from me. And in case of the company, um, so we are, um, are, are uh, the way in which we see the world is there are going to be robots everywhere uh, by the end of uh, 2030. Uh, so we see a world that is going to be ubiquitous uh, uh, like uh, with, with robots, just as common as the mobile phones now. And we want to be the leading player bringing this robotics uh, revolution. Our robots do three key things. The first biggest thing is they are extremely good conversational ones. So these robots use computer vision to be able to recognize people, identify their presence, recognize their emotions and so on. And then they use the natural language processing and voice recognition to be able to get into a deeper uh, um, conversation with them. This conversation is, is a central element of Mitra and this is especially very important in places like healthcare. And then the second portion of it is we have a very strong autonomous navigation system that allows the robots to go around and uh, engage um, in, in a larger environment. And then the third key uh, portion of it is these uh, robots have the ability to uh, bring in a range of third-party sensors, including stethoscopes and so on, to be able to engage with patients uh, amazingly well. So in the next two years, our goal is to completely revolutionize healthcare and then go from there to, um, to, to create, to, to write a chapter on robotics. That sounds very interesting. So 
I happened to come across a piece written by you where you mentioned that growing up, you noticed that there was no Indian name in the field of technology and that somehow inspired you. Tell us about that. Absolutely. So um, a few years ago, one of my mentors asked a very, uh, very pertinent question. So uh, his thing is name one um, like strong engineering role model. Um, that you have, uh, who's like, you know, right now, who, who's right now working. So who's in service. Uh, so people go back to go to Kalam or uh, to Vishweshwaraya and, and so on. But then uh, if we talk about now, it, it becomes quite a hard thing to actually uh, talk about a strong engineering uh, role models. And India as a country, we have not built as uh, good products that can especially be talked about on a, on a global scale. So that is a uh, that is a key uh, thing, um, uh, like a, a key mission. I would say in my uh, in my life, how do we put India on a global products uh, uh, map and and enable the rest of the world to talk about uh, Indian products? So, in your journey of achieving and creating an opportunity for fellow Indians to leave their mark in the field of technology, how did entrepreneurship come along? So uh, I've been uh, like, you know, look, uh, I've been trying to be an entrepreneur for a long time. In fact, um, I, uh, like I, I grew up in villages and my father uh, was a, a bank manager over there. And so you, you would loan to various uh, small uh, companies that would build something uh, quite, quite interesting. Some of them in farming, some of them growing mushrooms, some of them are building like scientific equipments and so on. It was fascinating to see something built out of nothing. And so um, this is something of, in, from childhood, I, I was very fascinated about the concept of entrepreneurship. I didn't know much about technology or startups and so on, but I, I was really enamored um, with the concept of uh, business. And um, and, and I, I've, over the years, I've tried multiple ones, I've tried many, failed many, but this is entrepreneurship is a fascinating thing to me because it creates something uh, out of nothing. Um, and then, um, so it is the zero to one revolution that entrepreneur, entrepreneurship creates. Then once you have one, then you can like, you know, scale up, you can build something bigger out of it. But entrepreneurship at its core is, how do we create something out of nothing? That, that is uh, quite a fascinating uh, thing to me, uh, even during childhood. And how has your journey of creating something from nothing been? Has it been a roller coaster ride too? Well, uh, Probably a lot of downs uh, and then few ups. Uh, so I, I would compare uh, uh, this thing, uh, running a, a product startup, especially a hardware startup, to playing in test match, especially in challenging conditions. If you know test cricket, um, there's a long periods of like you know boredom and survival. But those are very very important uh, if you have to create a, a big mark uh, in in the uh, uh, in in your game. It's very very true uh, in entrepreneurship too. So my uh, first formal startup was 11 years ago. Um, so I um, uh, I was in my early 20s and uh, I was uh, I was really enamored by uh, the concept of online education. So I uh, got a whole bunch of content from top universities and built a um, like a virtual university called Nalanda U, uh, which would allow people to um, like you know study for free online, take um, courses, get certificates, and so on. So this was like you know very novel because at that time you didn't have Udacity, Udemy, Coursera, 
none of these things that that you would call as online education we are among the first in the game and trying to convince people about online education was a was a very very challenging uh, challenging one um so that was my first uh, thing uh, with, with startup and uh, and then i've also ran other startups which are also very uh, very early in the game and then four years ago um, decided to start a robotics company and, and this time i knew that we are going to be very early in the game but then this time uh, stick in um, for a long enough time and then uh, keep building um, the interesting stuff and eventually one day uh, would notice uh, world would notice so that 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 has been the story um, uh, like a lot of uh, like you know test match collecting so uh, if you follow test it, it is like you know pujara's batting lot of times where there is nothing happening but those are the very very important moments when you when you create things of value so so i know that you were a part of the delegation that represented india in the world economic forum in 2018 tell us about that experience and meeting a whole bunch of other other startups um, as well as world leaders um, it was an amazing uh, experience um, and then uh, so there was a, a range of talk sessions where you you could go and meet some of the best ceos uh, some of the best uh, leaders some of the uh, best designers uh, and so on um, so i i was there in 2018 and 2019 um, so it, it was a um, quite a very uh, revealing experience it's a it's a, the world economic forum it's it's a whole world in in itself uh, and um, it's, i i would encourage many of the young people uh, in you so uh, you guys could apply to become global shapers and uh, if you get through that program it could really help you change a lot of a lot of things in society and and truly shape the world around you so the meeting those very young smart minds was was the most revealing experience uh, in in visiting the world economic forum you spoke about mitra i hear he has two more friends and the three of them together have been helping us fight the pandemic tell us about them we are engineering students and we would be more than eager to hear about them absolutely um so um we have been looking at um uh, trying to solve the healthcare problem not just during covid but in the, in the post covid uh, scenario Uh, how do we uh, so the the healthcare system has been quite broken for a long time broken in the sense that it has become quite unaffordable um, quite expensive and uh, not uh, as much driven by data as it should be so our our first robot uh, came uh, in april on the healthcare front so it was a disinfection robot so we built this uh, robot uh, with uh, uh, carrying uv radiation and we were able to build it on our core autonomous navigation technology getting robots to move on their own in complex environments it's an extremely challenging task uh, that uh, that only handful of companies in the world uh, were able to even reasonably do and what we uh, did with uh, uh, with astra uh, our first disinfection robot was enabling this robot to go around ho- uh, hospital corridors as well as in uh, warehouses because these are the places where there's a lot of disease spread was happening because uh, like you know a lot of uh, goods movement or patient movement happening so that was the first big uh, break uh, that we got We're building these uh, disinfection robots and they use the state of the art uh, slam navigation so the uh, like if you if you ask your code uh, cs friends they would be talking about uh, like the simultaneous uh, localization and mapping mm-hmm. Uh, the slam technology but then these are still like you know in, in most places just in the research concept 
uh, these are not in factories or in hospitals and other places. What we have done is we were able to build a strong product out of the research concept and we're able to run these uh, robots uh, in these hospitals. That was our first big break. And then we also uh, then uh, remade our Mitra into a full-fledged healthcare uh, robot. So the Mitra, when you walk into a, into a hospital, the Mitra can recognize you, your, your, your face, can recognize whether you're wearing a mask and so on, and then can take a temperature, even if you are like, you know, four or five feet away, all with thermal imaging and uh, technology. And then it can talk to you, get your name, uh, get your symptoms, uh, and, and then get you registered into the system and so on. So a lot of the uh, look, uh, like the data collection process, it was taking off the uh, doctors and nurses so that the nurses and doctors can focus on the pure uh, diagnostic aspect. So this thing uh, grew quite a bit. And so now we are, we are seeing the, a huge demand for this worldwide, both for COVID crisis and the post-COVID world, where you can use the robots to automate a lot of the mundane tasks. In every sector, we were uh, like, you know, the, uh, there's a lot of um, automation came in to reduce costs and improve productivity. But healthcare, not as much automation have come so far. But this crisis has enabled uh, some of this automation to come and very, very interesting ways in which AI can be used over there. That would like enable a huge cutting of costs for the patients, which is one of the biggest problem in healthcare at this point. Over the pandemic, everybody has been trying to avoid visiting hospitals. However, now everyone's going to want to visit hospitals just to meet Mitra. So, sir, what are your future plans? And also, what about Inventor Robotics? Uh, over the last four years, we have built in a strong technology in uh, conversation and autonomous navigation. And uh, what we have now started doing is putting these technologies in place for uh, changing healthcare. So the, the big thing is uh, we, are, we are trying to create a almost uh, unmanned uh, uh, hospital. Uh, these, uh, these could be in uh, even in rural areas where the robot will be moving around. It could be in bus stands, it could be in libraries and so on. Meet people uh, and then, and then um, be able to collect a lot of data from just conversation. And, and then once the robot has found out enough data, it also collect vitals, including BP, stethoscope readings, and so on. Then finally connect a doctor. The doctor can then um, see you and make a, make a quick diagnosis and the robot will print a prescription and give it to you. The doctor can now um, treat uh, and diagnose patients who are anywhere in the world, bringing significant uh, access to healthcare. And more importantly, doctor can actually do the diagnosis at a third of the time it takes. That means they can uh, treat three times more patients, which would in uh, which would substantially expand the healthcare uh, access. So this thing is is receiving a lot of interest in the U.S. market. So we are going to be uh, putting up a lot of emphasis on the U.S. market expansion. Uh, so it it is funny in a way. Normally, uh, companies would build their like you know state of the art technology in the U.S. And then, and then take it to developing countries like India. So we are trying to do the reverse. So we have built the hot technology in India and US does not have, US or Europe does not have this technology at this point. So we are now taking this technology and starting to deploy it in top hospitals over there. So the next two years, it's going to be a made in India product, uh, but that is, that is going to be deployed in top US hospitals. So that's, the, uh, that's a big thing coming up over the next, uh, uh, next few months. 
that makes me and probably all of our listeners very proud to hear uh, what are your plans for yourself in the coming few years um so my my goal is uh, how do we build so there are like you know three spheres in which uh, i i uh, place my uh, life so the one is bringing up the company itself so the inventors uh, goals and visions uh, which we want to uh, like and you know, i want it to someday uh, take it to uh, like ipo at nasdaq so like uh, create a huge product company the, that was that was built in india so that that is my vision with respect to invento and uh, create um, uh, amazing robots out there uh, these these robots as a, the, the way of the world in which i imagine is going to be like you know hundreds of type of robots uh, that are going to be all around you cleaning your uh, like you know uh, windows and uh, uh, floors uh, like you know in, engaging with your children taking care of your uh, uh, parents and grandparents and then fighting crime on the streets uh, and then like you know uh, clog unclogging the drainage uh, underneath and so on so it's going to be a lot of very very interesting stuff the robots are going to be doing so that's how i imagine on the inventors this thing to be how do we create newer and newer interesting interesting robots this is one then on the um, um, community front um, what i want to do is i want to keep uh, engaging with um, you know smart students like you and and your um your entire campus so we want to be uh, i want to be um, building uh, something uh, like a sort of a, a hardware ecosystem out of india india has got an amazing engineering um, engineering brain i would say so our engineers go on to like you know lead google and microsoft and 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 and, and a range of global global companies so we have all the smartness in us but then we are not creating all that uh, value within the country so this is what we want to i uh, want to as a, as a community want to changes uh, bring uh, all these smarter people uh, like you and 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 see how best i can i can help uh, to start out with like you know probably providing like you know inspiration motivation and then probably providing internships and connections and so on and eventually like you know mentoring uh, some of your companies to become world class uh, companies then once you have like in you know, a world class uh, engineering companies not just software not just uh, you know some services wrapped with uh, with uh, with software but hardcore technology uh, companies whether it is in healthcare waste management uh, like battery technology uh, like you know solar technology or fuel cells uh, biotechnology and so on so a range of te- uh, um, technical uh, this thing can be created that i want uh, india to create and uh, i want to uh, i want to play a role in helping some of you um, in 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 creating that so that's what uh, i would say the my my big non inventor related goal for this decade so entrepreneurship is a very difficult path to tread and now that you have walked through that path what is your advice for future entrepreneurs absolutely so entrepreneurship say uh, um, do not be just enamored by the sort of the um, uh, like the final results of uh, the entrepreneurship uh, um so like you know so like you, you might be reading about uh, like you know top people like so the byju or the uh, the thing that the, the success stories a with ritesh agarwal and, and so on. so you might be reading the final outcomes um, but do not just um, be uh, too uh this thing fixated uh, fixated on that entrepreneurship is is a, a journey 
of creating something uh, amazing something out of nothing so uh, like when you were a child like you know two three years old uh, when you were given a piece of paper you would like start scribbling like you know take your colored pencils and crayons and, and draw something interesting so you would not leave a, a empty white paper on the thing you would draw something you you you'd color something entrepreneurship is is that thing so you see a problem and then and then you create a solution solution for that fame and all those things uh, can be a resultant of that but do not plan too much uh, in, into that the problem is when you try to uh, like you know fix it too much on the few success stories like say the byjus or uh, um the the ritesh's what you what you might end up is like you know you might get dejected disappointed and so on so remember there is a lot of luck and lottery effect also also involved even even during uh, my journey we have done a lot of uh, like you know hard work but at the same time we also got like some uh, some lucky break in the middle so that's what i would say is uh, if you if you uh, struggle long enough and and then try to survive long enough periodically you might get that lucky break that you might have to that might you might have to utilize so yes that there might be this this element of luck could come in but then do not plan too much on the the final aspects of it you could really look for entrepreneurship as something uh, the, the the act of creation itself it is like writing it is like taking a movie or it is like scribbling it is like painting it is it is, it is creating something out of nothing so focus on, on that thing and when you decide to become uh, an entrepreneur it, it there are like you know two three phases in the initial phase you don't have to you don't have to be, be a startup you don't have to like you know do a startup just because your your friends are doing do not get into the peer pressure mode start doing something uh, something interesting that that you might that might you might like so for instance if you are good at painting you could paint interesting stuff and then and then sell it uh, sell it online or you could be uh, giving tuition of your uh, like you know strengths in mechanical engineering and put it out or you might you might even create an online course in udemy and and then and then sell that course so it could be anything so initially you could you could create uh, this thing without a little lot of risk but once you decide to go into a startup mode then prepare to spend 3 to 5 years um uh, in, in that thing it, it is a long hard journey and greatness is uh, is built when you go on a long hard journey and long enough uh, periods of time so it, it's it's a fascinating journey it is not uh, it's not made for everyone at least a full time startup this thing because it is it is quite a hard journey but then being an entrepreneur for being an entrepreneur you don't have to have a startup you don't have to uh, be a full time on uh, full time working on it as i said you you could create a course you could you could sell your painting you could like uh, create a new design uh, all of these things you can do um, and and be an entrepreneur so on being an entrepreneur is a state of the mind it is it is all about creation what is it that you look for in people while hiring them or what is the message that you would want to give to those who want to be a part of this startup ecosystem i i try to hire a, a wide range of interesting uh, people uh, overall i've hired uh, over the years about 70 to 75 people uh, and then these range from like you know top iits like iit kanpur iit madras um, georgia tech uh, and so on and and then all the way to uh our, our neighborhood uh, uh the slums near us where again we find extremely smart a uh, talent too so that the first key portion of um, uh, any person uh, i'm looking at us 
is this person having the right attitude to actually learn and build something very very interesting it is especially very very important uh, in in a startup um so if you are getting into a startup you have to be prepared with the right sort of attitude the attitude has three components uh, of it the first part of it is to uh, grow fast insanely by by learning um so startups offer a insane learning path uh, extremely fast and this thing whereas large companies allow you to have a more gradual learning path so in large companies you can you are allowed to you can have more fun and side activities at a startup like you are you are you, are, you should be prepared to have spend 2 3 years like you know becoming an expert in that you might you might be the world's expert uh, in that particular category just by working at, 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 in that startup so uh, there's a, there's a lot of uh, uh, attitude towards um, the work ethic and and strong learning that that becomes a first essential part the second essential attitude is um, uh, attitude towards being uh, like you know in in a random world there large companies very very well organized everything is sorted out uh, the processes are set and so on for good or bad that is how it is so it, it is like a very well kept museum um where all the, the all the frames are hanging uh, straight and 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 so on so you get to observe everything in peace and and quiet but as an in a startup it is it is like a like you know in the middle of a, a mumbai railway station it is it is noisy chaotic there is like you know people pushing around and and, and so on it's a it's a, it's a pure chaos and this this is whether it is an early apple microsoft amazon they all had this this uh, level of uh, chaos in uh, uh, set so the, the so that's the second key attitude is being quite um, uh, like you know open to the chaos that 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 comes in and then and then, and then becoming um, really master of it and the third key uh, thing i we look at is um, so uh, like if you follow uh, like you know popular startup personalities like naval ravikant so you could see that uh, they are um, the the key uh, message they would give us creation of wealth requires a very very specific knowledge that you have to you have to build that that is that is fairly unique to you that you can build in a startup and the on the biggest way in which you can build wealth is not from salaries but is it's, it's from that specific knowledge so people in in a, in a startup uh, who are who are looking to enter into a startup should be willing to have uh, their uh, have their uh, uh, like you know preconception challenge and so on when 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 taking it up so it's it's a complex thing i, I primarily look at the attitude towards learning attitude towards growth and attitude towards chaos all those things uh, become a uh, become very very uh, important portions of it we are at this point uh, hiring again we are we are looking for strong back end uh, developers and uh, and and mobile developers at this point but periodically we 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 hire like you know hardware engineers uh, business developers and and so on uh, in in various roles but across all the roles the the primary thing you want to fix is attitude once you fix attitude skills can be learned on the job as we come towards the end of the episode sir is there anything that you would like to leave our audience with probably a message for us mart you guys are you are going to a top school um, very very uh, interesting um, uh, times uh, these are so um, and and we are we are starting a whole new year it is very very important for you guys to be uh, like thanking your 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 good luck and um, be uh, very open to 
whole bunch of value creation it is in times of misery that uh, world creates amazing uh, amazing things so the, uh, the there is a old saying that goes in like tough times create tough people tough people create prosperous times prosperous times create um, uh, comfortable people comfortable people create the tough times so it, it it is a cycle that goes on so we are in 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 a, in a sort of like you know a tough a world but these are the tough environments that historically has created amazing amazing companies amazing uh, amazing people so rather than like you know get drowning in all that negativity and so on as an engineer you should always be looking at what is that problem that i can solve if there is a problem in the world it's a good thing and uh, that means you uh, can be a solution uh, to that problem so rather than wailing in a negativity you guys are come from a top college you should be looking at how do how can i be a solution for the problem in the world and start the year by uh, by looking at uh, like specific problems and start working towards and by the end of the program you might have something very interesting um, if it becomes very interesting it could become a startup of its startup of its own or if it if it doesn't go even that far it could become a very interesting story for you to narrate uh, to an interviewer and and get into top jobs thank you thank you so much sir and with that we come to the end of this episode it has been very inspiring and motivating talking to you thank you for taking out time to do this with us and sharing with us insights from your journey and entrepreneurship as a whole i would also like to thank our listeners and hope that you've been able to take something valuable today on that note until next time stay home